Welcome back to episode 2 of Podfluent Mary Awaz Sano. As you all know, we are in conversation with Dr. Shreya Arvind, our frontline warrior of COVID, a doctor by choice who gets excited to be pursuing either nephrology or oncology as per what she says, but she just tries to take out time for some art and a little bit of yoga. Dr. Shreya, welcome back. And your questions yesterday uh, from the children were answered so simply and profoundly by you that there are great takeaways for us from that. And I'm pretty sure this episode and with this new batch of children will be equally exciting. So over to you, Tejal. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, in the previous episode, we heard Dr. Shreya that you were talking about vaccines. You were talking about your experiences on. Right now, we have another student, a grade one student, Manya, who is ready to uh, ready with her question. Manya, can you ask your question, please? Hello, doctor. My name is Manya Dilli. My question is, what what is third wave, and how third wave of Corona will affect kids? Hi, Manya. Um. Okay. So third wave is uh. So for third wave to happen, there's a first wave and there's a second wave, right? And all the waves are basically when the number of people who get affected by corona suddenly it goes up, just like a wave. There's a crest and there's a trough. Uh, same way. Um, there will suddenly be a rise in the number of cases, and so we currently just. came out of the second wave uh, and scientists are saying that we are likely to have a third wave that basically means that now that we have come out of the second wave we have sort of opened up uh, and our uh, you know malls are opening up and travel is opening up and people are going outside saying oh corona has anyway gone down so i will not be wearing a mask and so when um when things open up and when think when the community starts to come back together and and behave like as if corona went away um it's likely to start to spread again and this is common when it comes to um any pandemic or epidemic situation which comes in waves it doesn't affect you with the same severity throughout it increases and reduces based on how the public and how the community responds to it so it is um there are talks that the third wave is likely to affect children more but uh i mean it hasn't been proven and uh, it is just that uh, children are more likely to go uh, and play and not wear a mask and you know have more fun uh, and so it's important that children also stay as safe as adults in order to uh, prevent children from being affected uh it's not like corona is only going to come in affect children everyone is is likely to get affected but it's important for us to do our own part and stay safe from it that's the only way that children and adults will not be affected by so to we have to take care of ourselves uh, you know maintain your hygiene or wear your mask and everything the next question is coming from grade 2 student nisa can you ask your question please Yes, ma'am. Hello, doctor. I am Nisa from Grade Two B. 
I have a question to you. Apart from PP kit and masks, what other precautions you take while treating corona patients? The second one, do you think third wave will really affect children? Okay, hi Nisa. Um, so, uh, when we were treating corona patients, apart from PPE and mask, which is, let me tell you, the most the mask especially is the most important thing that kept us from getting corona. Apart from that, we would we would follow uh, good personal hygiene measures. So and uh, and hand washing and um, making sure that we don't. Uh, we put our clothes to wash and wash them really well. Apart from that, we would also make sure that um, we, uh, we are going to treat corona patients, but people in our households, our families, they don't have to be um, affected by that. So we would sort of quarantine from that. We would keep away from other people who are not, uh, who don't come in contact with patients. We would stay away from them uh, for a period of time to keep them safe. In case I am not safe, I shouldn't make someone else uh, get corona, right? So I should stay away from them. So we would quarantine and we would also, uh, yeah, as I said, and and I, I think I covered the in the previous question that uh, children are likely to get affected by the third wave, but not more or not specifically, uh, not like especially more than adults would. Uh, simply because um, the corona doesn't discriminate, uh, it can it can affect everyone. So we should just be safe. Yes. The next question is coming from grade one student. Driti, uh, can you please ask your question? Good afternoon, everyone. I am Driti Adinya from grade one. Today, I am going to ask two questions. Wow, okay, uh, this is a very difficult question. Um, okay, so corona is a virus, okay, and a virus is very, 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 very small, okay? So you can't see a virus. You can't even see it in a normal microscope. You have to use a very special microscope to see it. So actually, let me tell you, I don't think I know what the color of corona is. I don't think it's red, but I think you're asking this question because on TV, you've seen it, you've seen red viruses and the reason they use probably the color red is because, see, when you think of red, red signals are like stop or red is a sign of danger in the sense. So that's probably why they have colored the coronavirus red in all of these TV things so that you are a little scared of it. So you wear your mask and everything. So I don't think, um, I can't say what the color of a virus is because the uh, I don't think they have any color. And if they do, I don't know. So I, I, I need to go and read. Riti, what's your next question, Riti? Riti, can you unmute and ask your next question? Can you unmute? Nice. Or? Second. How do corona spread? Does it crawl? Does it fly or does it jump? 
this is a very important question, Riti. I think, um, so, Corona doesn't, it, I guess you could say it flies, um, but it doesn't just fly on its own. It has to fly from someone else's cough or sneeze or something, and it has to fly in droplets, which is like it's, vehicle or something and it has to then fly into someone else's nose but uh, you could say it flies or floats sort of floats into someone it doesn't it doesn't crawl it's much faster than that i think and uh, I, you said jumps no i don't think it jumps i think i think you could go with fly or float it's airborne and droplets so that's how it spreads that was a very interesting question, Riti. The next question is coming from grade 4 student. Good, good afternoon, ma'am. I am Dr. Shreya, ma'am. One question. What do you feel when a patient questions first and answers before you try to answer? Hi, that's a, that's a, that's a very nice question also. Um, so um, I think I try to uh, I try to understand that me as a child when I was in school I've also done this in a, in when I was in my class I get up and I ask my teacher a question and then and then because I want to show off that I know the answer I only answer it and I know that my teacher got irritated by that but uh, but she was very graceful and she 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 would say if I was correct she would tell me I was correct. And she wouldn't shout at me. If I was wrong, she would just correct me. So I try. I try my best to stay, uh, to stay calm and not get irritated. And also do the same. If a, if the patient, what they said is correct, I will tell them they're correct and maybe explain more. But if they are wrong, I'll tell them why they're wrong and explain more. Because it's okay to be a little excited and want to answer your own questions, I guess. Thanks, ma'am. That's, that's very true. We have to be calm, not show our irritation and, uh, you know, uh, maintain our, uh, you know, calmness there. The next question is coming from grade 2 student. Vatsalya, can you please ask your question? Good morning, ma'am. My name is Vatsalya Hari. And before asking you a question, I want to say thank you because you worked in this pandemic very hard. So I have two questions. First question is, my grandparents took COVID shield and they had some side effects like fever, body pain. But when my parents took co-vaccine, they didn't get any side effect. Why so? Thank you so much, Vatsalya. Uh, this is a great question. Um, so, what you're asking me is why uh, different people, maybe different ages, uh, responded to different vaccines differently. And I think that is exactly something very interesting about human bodies. And that is every human body is different uh, and it changes as you become older and so uh, each of us respond to things that enter our body in a different way depending on how strong our immune response is uh, how strong we are immunity wise 
um or sometimes depending on how much of uh, sort of uh, how do i say um basically i can say that it's not that covaxin didn't work on your parents and that covid shield worked on your grandparents it is just that um their response to the vaccine the body's response showed manifested itself as a fever in your grandparents but it didn't do so like that in your parents uh, both the vaccines did their job that's for sure but um, as i said everybody is different and uh, the strength of each body is different and everybody responds differently and that's all it is and my second question is what is the craziest thing the patient asked to you okay a uh, lot of crazy things have been asked but uh, one thing that it's not a crazy thing that they asked me but it's a crazy thing that happened it was sort of like a prank that the patient played on me okay so i was a student and just the way you have to sometimes read out loud in your class and present something to someone i had to i had to go to a patient find out what problems he had diagnose him tell him what disease and uh, i had to present that to my professor to my teacher i had to tell so i go to this patient and i ask him everything and he tells me one full story about his stomach pain and all that and i'm like okay i'm ready i'm ready to present this to my teacher and when my professor comes he also comes speaks to the patient i start to present and i say okay this person is this age he has this problem um he is feeling better now and all of that and uh, the professor looks at the patient and the patient says no my name is something else only this girl doesn't know what she's talking about i actually have a headache not a stomach pain and uh, you should this girl is not good and my professor looked at me like what have you done and i looked at the patient like why are you lying and he started laughing and he's like i know you're just a student i was just having fun i was just playing a prank on you and uh, even my professor started laughing so i didn't get screamed at for it but yeah this is a prank that a patient played on me uh when i was in fourth year of uh, school <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure i'm laughing myself up this way so the minute uh, it must be very difficult for the patient to control his laughter when he's playing a prank on you right Okay. The next question is coming from our another young student. Uh, she is from UKG as well. Dishani, can you please ask your question? Do you? Um, hello, doctor. I'm from UKG. I'm Dishani. Do you know any fun fact of human body? Hi, Dishani. Um, fun fact. Okay. so do you uh, this uh, so do you have a, if you do have a small baby at home like a like a sibling uh, if there's a small baby do, do you know that babies have about 100 more bones in their body than than i do like a baby has 100 more bones than i do a baby has 300 bones and i only have 206 i'm 24 don't you think that bones should increase as someone grows up but they actually they actually reduce as someone grows up i can tell you another fact also another fun fact so when you pinch yourself it hurts right 
But uh, if you take a brain, if you take someone's brain and you pinch it, it's not going to pain. Like they don't, it doesn't feel pain. The brain doesn't feel pain. So isn't that pretty cool? Thank you, ma'am. That's that's pretty cool uh, fact. You know, we were not aware of that, Dr. Shreya, about the pinching part, especially when you pinch your skin, you can feel the pain. But when you when you're holding a brain, like the doctors, they're holding a brain if they try to pinch. So yes, all right. So now, if anyone else has a question here, Nisha, uh, ma'am, do you have a question? Ah uh, yes, Tejal, Dr. Shreya, wow, and children, wow, you came up with some really cool questions. Very interesting. Um, I have just one last question, which is could be called or a little cheesy, but yet everybody has a different side to them. And I would like to know if you wouldn't be a doctor, what would you be, Shreya? Okay, so disclaimer, I'm not just going to say this because I'm speaking to students and younger people. I would say this even if I'm speaking to a bunch of serious doctors or someone else, uh, I would be an astronaut. And uh, that that's the only other thing I would be. Like, I, I don't think anything fascinates me more. And uh, yeah, I, I still wish that maybe I could go to space as a, as a doctor. And I will, I will still try to make that happen. But yeah. Um, yeah, if there's anything else I would do, it, it would be being an astronaut. Wow, that's fantastic. And I think with that, we've come to the end of our second episode with Dr. Shreya Arvan. Uh, thank you very much, Dr. Shreya, for taking out your time uh, and talking to the students of Glendale and also to the parent, teacher, heads community of Glendale. This is going to be a podcast that is going to go to most stakeholders of the school and to the Hyderabad uh, PYP network of schools as well. So you're going to be famous in some time, Dr. Shea. And uh, thank you for being here with us. Thank you, children, for making this so engaging and so wonderful. So over to you, Tejal, and signing off, Dr. Shea.